looking at the QAnon phenomena and the stop the steal efforts, I almost wanted to call it a movement. I don't know if it would qualify as such. Couldn't help but think that there's such a thing as information overload. People's brains are being short-circuited, particularly older brains. It's funny, in the early days of the Internet, the World Wide Web, people were concerned about the effects it would have on children. But it turns out that we really should have worried about the adults. They don't seem to have the appropriate filters and the mental capacity to process such open information. Whereas I think the kids who are in school and stuff are taught regularly about critical thinking and information sources. Whereas the adults that haven't kept up with this stuff are pretty easily persuaded to believe all kinds of craziness just because it looks similar to authentic sources. Other day I saw a bumper sticker. It said, live by faith, not by sight. So in other words, don't believe what you see. Just believe whatever the hell you want to. Unfortunately, for people who follow this line of thinking, they end up in a situation similar to this woman that we're going to be hearing from momentarily. <laughs> Please, President Trump, if you see this, please save us. President Trump, I don't even see our American flag anymore. Biden's talking with some kind of crazy flag. Crazy flag. This is America. This is our land. Please, President Trump. Please, please, I hope you have a plan. God, please save us. Save us from the devil, please. Y'all about to have a panic attack. <laughs> <laughs> this is our country, our country, this is awful, God please save us, please, I didn't draw, if you see this, please save us, I didn't draw, I don't know if you noticed or not, but she freely interchanged Trump and God when asking for someone to save us. You'd hope at this point everybody would realize that Trump doesn't save anybody but himself. But apparently, he's got some skill that allows him to convince people of the unbelievable. I bullshit. Everybody knows it. Boom. And in two elections, I won them both, and the second one, I won much bigger than the first, okay? I bullshit. Everybody knows it. 
There's no joke about it. There's never been anything like this. I bullshit. Boom. Explosions of bullshit. Does anybody believe the bullshit? I hope so. In our election was pure theft. We're leading Pennsylvania, Michigan, Georgia, by theft of thousands of votes. So, and then late in the evening or early in the morning, boom, Joe had 80 million votes. Some Trump supporters are so desperate to cling to the theft narrative that they'll change the definition of stolen to make it fit current circumstances. It was stolen. It was stolen by the, the Trump campaign. It was stolen by their incompetence and by their carelessness. I do believe, yes. Despite his convoluted d definition of stolen, at least he seems to be acknowledging that Joe Biden did win. Now, other people with similar mental capacities were exposed to some messaging from a group called Rule of Law Defense Fund and received a robocall message days before the siege of the Capitol. I'm calling from the Rule of Law Defense Fund with an important message. The March to Save America is tomorrow in Washington, D.C. at the Ellipse in President Park between E Street and Constitution Avenue on the south side of the White House with doors opening at 7 o'clock a.m. At 1 o'clock p.m., we will march to the Capitol building. We are hoping patriots like you stop the steal. Join us at America.com. This call is paid for and authorized by the Rule of Law Defense Fund, 202-796-5838. Mike. That call was, came out the day before the siege on the Capitol. There were people that had T-shirts with the date already printed on it. This was a planned event. And I think for some people they thought it was a festival. For others it was a peaceful protest. And then for a significant group it was an attempt to destroy a democratic society. Let's call Trump, yes! There's a far-right activist named Ali Alexander who claims that he organized this Stop the Steal rally. I was the person who came up with the January 6th idea with Congressman Gosar, Congressman Mo Brooks, and then Congressman Andy Biggs. We four schemed up of putting maximum pressure on Congress while they were voting so that who we couldn't lobby, we could change the hearts and the minds of Republicans who were in that body hearing our loud war from outside. We're gonna walk down to the Capitol. Yes! Take the Capitol. Take the Capitol. We are going to the Capitol. They need to take back our country. 
We love you. You're very special. We don't want any peace. We don't want any law. We don't want any law and order. We're all going to be up here and we're going to be breaking those windows. When you've got thousands of fired up people, I mean, you know, casualties are always a possibility, but the fact is that. We don't want any law and order. Dude, let's tell Trump what's up. Trump would be very upset. Nobody can breach the Capitol like this, especially this group of guys. It's just extremely unrealistic. And now they're twisting the narrative around and making it look like a mob of right wing, primarily white supremacists, raided the Capitol building with the assistance it's becoming clear of at least some members of the Capitol Police Force Ayanna Presley had all the panic buttons removed from her office before the siege took place it appears that someone gave a tour inside the Capitol building on the 5th of January, the day before the siege of the Capitol building. This is during the time of the pandemic and tours have been canceled. And the next day, a bunch of people that don't care about the pandemic, as you can tell by how few were wearing masks, laid siege to the Capitol building. And even then, members of Congress sheltering in place, hiding from the attack from the right-wing mob, refused to wear masks while they were sheltering with their compatriots. So not only are they spreading right-wing hate, they're also spreading COVID-19. Question is, what do you do with people like this? How do you meet halfway? With insanity. It's serious insanity. It's great to see your faces. You get it. You stand up against sanity. Thank you for being the insanity. I guess one of the ways we can deal with the insanity is to take a cue from Carol D. Sanders, an intellectual prankster, who claims that he's the one that sometimes feeds Marjorie, whatever the hell her name is, a crazy woman. I can't remember her name. I guess that's kind of good. But anyways, feeding her insane stuff by oh, using old popular science articles. Mar Marjorie something, the idiot, you know, the conspiracy lady that wants to run around with her guns all the time and believes every conspiracy theory that goes by her tiny little brain. Uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene came back, unfortunately. 
So I found out about this Carol D. Sanders on a very recent episode of True Talk, a wonderful news and talk program on WMNF out in Tampa, 88.5. Okay, what is your name again? Carol D. Sanders. I pranked her into believing, especially that they're using a, a page from 1985 Popular Science. She post shopping and posted a few things on it on her on her. Uh, You were responsible for her believing this? Yes. What was the intention? To show that she's a nut. Like 9-11 Death Star theory where they blew the 9-11 up with the laser beam from space. I convinced Judy Wood of that by sending her a picture of uh, uh, Dr. Judy Wood, the 9-11 no-planner conspiracy theorist. I convinced her of that by sending her an article on Star Wars containing the gamma ray laser proposed by Reagan. These people are nuts. They're just nuts. I started debunking the 9-11 truth movement in 2005, Dr. Stephen E. Jones. Uh, I debunked uh, the person who Green is repeating. She's repeating the, the uh, basically the conspiracy theories of jerk Jerome Corsi from 2008 in, the, in his books since then. He was a prominent member of the Tea Party and I debunked his 9-11 no planer book in 2008 at request of RTD. I mean, these people are just crazy. They just want want attention. They have confidence. This is this is that. It's just like Stephen Jones and 8911 Truth. It's just a whole bunch of the the 911 Truth movement. They don't know. They don't have the basic knowledge, but they pretend to be smart, like Donald Trump. I know three t- occasions that Donald Trump has said things that violate the very laws of physics, and he considers them to be true. Okay, what is your name again? Carol D. Sanders. Yes, I'm a chance artist from Hallsville, Kentucky. I'm not an expert at translating Kentuckian to English, but I think he may have said he was a chainsaw artist from Louisville, Kentucky. It just went by very quickly. So I wasn't satisfied with just guessing at what Carol D. Sanders said. So I took the time to slow down what he said, and I still think he's a chainsaw artist, but I believe he's from Hallville, Kentucky. I'm going to let you listen and decide for yourself. Yes, I'm a chainsaw artist from Hallville, Kentucky. Uh, Donald Trump, you know, was a furniture, even though Barack Obama's birth certificate was uh, encoded on IBM punch cards using holes punched in paper. He doesn't understand punch cards, simple punch cards. You know, he didn't get that. Uh, he argued conspiracy, JFK conspiracy theories in Louisville, Kentucky at Churchill Downs. He didn't get that. He didn't get that Dominion prints out a paper receipt and you cannot flip a paper ballot. I mean, it's just insane. I helped uh, Dr. Frank Greening, you know, in his, in his debunking of 9-11. And I was there on Fizzorg when they wrote the paper on the collapse of the Twin Towers. Absolutely. Look at all the crazy books on 9-11. I didn't get the physics of 9-11 right. Well, one of the hosts of True Talk, Ahmed Badir, expressed a concern at pranking these kind of people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and stuff is just making them worse. But I don't think he's making them any worse. They... There's plenty of insanity going on. It has nothing to do with anything Mr. Sanders says.
Like, check this guy out. Now today is, or tomorrow is going to be March 4th. And that's predicted possibly to be the day that Trump will be finally reinstated as the president of the United States, the 19th president. Um, I could explain that. It has to do with the United States being a corporation after Ulysses S. Grant was president, but I'm not going to go into all those details now. So according to the QAnon prophet, Johnny Enlow, an interception by Devin White from the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in the last two minutes of the Super Bowl is a sign that Donald Trump will once again become president on March 4th because he won. Hold on, let me let, let me let Johnny explain it for you. I'm not going to get it quite right. It involves the Bible, numerology, and some very heavy wishful thinking. Hold on, let's give Johnny a listen. Uh, of any, you know, there's, that was just it. There's no miracle comeback at that point. Once number forty-five, and so. I'm going to make right up front a connection with number 45 intercepting, we'll call it intercepting the enemy in the end zone. And that's when the celebration takes place. And I'm going to connect that with our president, number 45, Donald Trump, the Cyrus 45, Isaiah 45 anointing. And so that's where it ends. That's, that's the moment of celebration. Number 45 intercepts the ball in the end zone. Celebration begins. That's how, that's when they knew, even if the clock is still going, that's when they knew that they knew that they knew that it was over. Even though you knew it was over already because of the score, 31 to 9. Now, I did the math on that. 31 is 77.5% of the total of 40 points. So he had already, Tom Brady had led them, they had 77.5% of the points. But yet they couldn't celebrate until number 45 intercepted in the end zone. Do I have to explain that one uh, uh, to you how that has, to, that has to happen? And that very likely could be anywhere from the exact uh, number of votes that once the proof is presented before the American people, that concealed thing uh, that's not concealed by God, but by the enemy trying to steal, kill, and destroy we will, we will find that out. So truly, uh, this game is just, as you see, jam-packed with revelation. Jam-packed with revelation. This guy's thinking is looser than a bowl of wet noodles. But there's a lot of people working that territory, and there's an audience out there for them. Even people like Ted Cruz, who, speaking of prophecy, predicted what was going to happen all the way back in 2016. Donald Trump has a consistent pattern of inciting violence, of Donald and his henchmen pushing for violence. 
They're already starting. Donald Trump has a consistent pattern of inciting violence. Ted Cruz knew this about Donald Trump a long time ago. Is willing to support him now and his big lie about winning the election because he feels it's his only route to power at this point. And he sure does enjoy that, you know, being able to go to Mexico during the middle of the worst storm, snowstorm in Texas's history, or at least in recent history. Yeah, so I'm hoping to get this podcast out before Trump gets reinstated into power so I can say I, I warned you. Anyways, this will be interesting. Let's see what happens. And still, you got to believe in the truth. Eventually, people are going to, at least the majority of people, will, will come around to accepting the truth. A lot of Republicans know that the president was a scam. They hate the president. Okay? They hate him. And a lot of Republicans hate the president. They hate him.